Yeah, that's fine. Well, well, we can learn to sit still and talk <laughs> to the right I mean, side of the mic. It's totally. And with, I mean, like, this is seriously giving us good posture. I know. I know. It's what, making we were at everything. your house, like, our legs were up in the air. And we're, we were sitting in the lounge chair. Lounging. Just like. <laughs> there, yeah, that is better. Okay. okay, good. Hi, and welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Selat. And this is Kalina. And welcome back to our podcast where we read and discuss romance novels, particularly paranormal. Yes. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that probably sounds terrible in everybody's ears. <laughs> Just long, drawn-out noise. Hey, congratulations on closing on your condo. Thank or you. the selling and yes. the closing of the condo. Yes. And that, and then your upcoming, hopefully, closing on your house. Yes. So Thank you. Thank you. Be, that'll be so exciting. We both have closed on our house, or yeah. ha- on, on a house or something, while we have been on this podcast. Yeah. I know. That's, that's crazy. Insanity. Adulting. We are adulting. Like hardcore. Hardcore. <laughs> hardcore. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's we, exciting. Yeah. Not much more going on. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't a boring episode. I worry now. I'm too. I'm worried. We're Jack, gonna you're really going to have to jump in on this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm so excited for this episode. Yay! <laughs> so, okay, do you, is it quickie time? Quickie time. Give me a quickie. Quick. What's the best vampire movie ever? The best vampire movie ever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's on the list. I just picked one. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you made me name Brady Bunch characters last <laughs> That's time. That's true, I did. Um, movie? Oh my god. <laughs> this is terrible. Can you name any? <laughs> <laughs> right, that should have been the first question. <laughs> Whatever one you can name first is going to be the best. Uh, Seriously. <sighs> The only one I can think of is Vampirina, and that's a cartoon show that my kids what? watch. I know, I know. <laughs> that's what happens when you have kindergartners. Okay, honestly, though, I think it might be Dracula with Keanu Reeves, who is my boyfriend. Okay. And Winona Ryder, who is my girlfriend. Okay. See, yeah. that's not a bad... And Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, who is a great vampire in Also that. my boyfriend. I'm in love with all of them. <laughs> There's, well, there there's, you go. There's my quadrangle right well. there. <laughs> as long as you didn't say Twilight, I was going to be okay. I don't want you to punch me. I feel like, <laughs> fuck no, I would never say that. No, that's not the best. My sister's always like, hey, when are we going to do a Twilight marathon? I'm like, oh, never. you guys could do that anytime oh my God, you never. want. They're like, don't you want to come over? Like, no, no, I'd rather not. poke my eyeballs out. <laughs> I'll do that instead. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds so much better. Um, that's a good one. What about you? What do you think? Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of. It's like, what's the cartoon with Adam Sandler? Yes. 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 No, I'm kidding. I mean, that is a good one. It's really good. It's cute. I really, I have always liked Interview with a Vampire. Yeah, I, I mean, love that it's one a too. classic. That's my vote. Yeah, you know, and Rice. To, I and wanted to say that, but Brad I felt like Pitt it was just so easy. It was too easy. <laughs> well, so, it's yeah, the best though. It is. I love it. You it's on my. Give... It's in my. It's my sec- second. Time. Well, yeah, yeah, cool. Well, that was kind of a appropriate one because our book this week is My Familiar Stranger by Victoria Dannon. 
Danan? Danan. Danan. I would say Danan. Because when I think Dan and I think yogurt. Yogurt. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> think that's it. <laughs> and then Gary Furlong was the narrator. And it has vampires in it. So Vampire. I can't. I'm sorry. That's number one. <laughs> Why? Why do you take fucking centuries of vampire stuff and throw it out the window and go, the plural of vampire is it's vampire. vampire. <laughs> yes. And it's like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to accept that for the whole book. <laughs> That's going to be hard and confusing to me. <laughs> it's pretty awesome (laughs) so i don't like it either but i think it's awesome (laughs) so this book has like everything oh my god everything everything it has well i'm gonna try but i don't know how even to start there's a lot so laura is part of a royal family and her entire family gets murdered and her science magic advisor sends her in a portal to another world another dimension Sends her to his genetic similarity. His other. His, his other. Yeah, his, genetic, his, his person in the other dimension. Yes. So she falls out of the sky in the middle of this, like, secret, um, supernatural fortress of black ops men. <laughs> yes. So it's all these guys that uh, devote themselves in our world. Well, here's the question. Which one is our world? I was very I don't think either of them are. I don't think either of them are because they took aspects of different ones. Because at first I was like, oh, she's not in our world. But then she'd talk about stuff in our world. That is not in our world. That is not in our world. (laughs) So it's confusing. So neither world is our world, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. So these are two different dimensions that are similar to us, but also not us. not us. So she lands here. She's like torn to shreds, flayed with, you know, no skin, broken bones, injuries everywhere. She looks like they just keep calling her like a, a, a mass blob, blob, <laughs> mass bl- of, of, of meat. meat. <laughs> it's very upsetting. And these guys are like, what the heck? <laughs> and Storm picks her up and carries her off to the infirmary, 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 the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> And they start, you know, they they heal her. They they get her up and, you know, they get her stable and she's in the ICU. And they kind of start figuring out. They piece together. She has a microchip on her that tells, what's his name, Monk, who is the counterpart to her advisor in her dimension, the guy who sent her through the portal. Mm -hmm. He kind of starts figuring out, piecing together her history, the history, you know, where she came from and how she got there through this interdimensional portal. Um, This is a world that has vampires. There are elves. There are fairies. But there are no ogres. No ogres, (laughs) apparently. No dragons. Or dragons that we know of yet. Just still hold out hope we're going to find some. Yeah. And over time, of course, she starts to like, she proves that one, she's stronger and faster than anybody on earth mm-hmm. or on in this world. In this dimension. <laughs> in this dimension. She's, her cells are slightly denser. She has higher cell density than the people of this she's dimension. 256 pounds. Like, <laughs> she looks like she's damn. only 140, by yeah. the way. <laughs> It's muscle. Uh, <laughs> well, it's higher cell density. <laughs> also that. <laughs> so she basically starts training and she has uh, like other higher, like different training techniques that she's using to help the knights, the society, Order of the Black Swan. That's mm-hmm. what it is, the Order of the Black Swan. And these are n- groups of, they call them knights that go out and fight vampires. 
And she basically starts training them and working with them and training and living with them and kind of becomes one pseudo, you know, wants to become a knight. But there's never been a woman knight, of course, because why would there be? (laughs) (laughs) Until a supernatural being shows up from another dimension and kicks all their butts. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, fine, we'll let you be a knight. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did you kill a vampire with a toothpick? (laughs) Yes, then you can become a knight. Uh, (laughs) And all the while, there's a little bit of a love triangle that develops. Storm is obviously, you know, develops feelings for her. He's the one that first saved her. And then he sat with her through her entire convalescence and talked to her and like helped her get over everything that had happened with her parents and losing her home and her family and being dropped in this new dimension that's kind of the same, but slightly different and, you know, doesn't know anything. But then there's also Rommel who's part of the team and he is an elf and instantly knows that she's his mate. And so as soon as he comes back, he's just like, damn, this is my mate. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so they both are so obviously in love with her. And it is really awkward. And the whole time I was just like, poor Kay. (laughs) Kay's got a girlfriend that he loves. No, no, I, no, poor Kay having to witness this bananas. Oh, I see, I see. (laughs) Shenanigans, romantic (laughs) alpha male testosterone stew that becomes the three of them. Yeah, but Kay's like mother hen and he just like keeps the peace. Well, and he he's insightful and, like, tells them what's going on. Yeah. I think he needed to talk to Storm, but we'll get to that point in the end. That's true. But anyway, I don't know if I should say. We Of course, we're going to have to say. We can't not say. What? We're built of spoilers. Of course. Because <laughs> we have to by the end. But anyway, at the end, she at first she thinks she picks Storm because she feels indebted to him because he saved her life twice. But eventually she realizes you can't. That's not love. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's not. It wouldn't be fair to him or her or to Rommel. Because Rommel, she's Rommel's one and only mate. This is the only option for him. And if she picks someone else, he just is, that's it for him for life. Mm-hmm. So she ends up going to Rommel and turns out, you know, that's a good choice. She really is meant for him. They really are mated. And, oh, oops, she might be actually an elf. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. I'll just throw this in at the end here. <laughs> I need a filler for this 10-hour book. Right. I don't know how that happened. And why they didn't think about it more. But anyway, obviously, because then it wouldn't be a giant surprise at the end of the book if any of it right. had happened beforehand. The 1% is that she doesn't have cropped ears or, <laughs> or pointy ears. The pointy elf ears. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So... That's, yeah, it's a really, I mean, I think it's quite different than anything we've read. Yeah. Because yeah. we haven't had a love triangle where it's honest to God, like, you don't know who she's going to pick throughout this whole book. No, it was so good. Or who's the intended. Mm-hmm. Or, spoiler, not another spoiler, maybe she's even going to date the vampire guy. Yeah. <laughs> Baka. He ends up falling in love with her, too. There's a Spike-esque character or an Angel-esque That's character in the terms that yes. there's a vampire with a soul. Who's got mm-hmm. his humanity back and is now helping the knights because he doesn't like what's happened with vampires. Yeah. You know, the, the virus that kind of takes away humanity for so long. He's now, he's got a conscience and he mm-hmm. wants to help and he's trying to be a good guy. And he wants that. And he is in love with her. What is it, that <laughs> the concoction or whatever that cures it? Apparently her. They might be able to cure blood is vampirism cure by the end of the book. We're not sure. Yeah. Or by the next book, maybe. Yeah. That's 
Yeah, I, it's so much. I love this book. I love this book so much. It's so funny. I truly didn't think you were going to go. It's like, <laughs> I really don't know how Kalina's going to feel about this book. And I didn't, I wanted to talk to you about it while, mm-hmm. you know, on the chat today. But I had written out a sentence and I don't remember. Of course, I don't fucking remember it. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I need to erase this sentence because she's going to fuck. I'm going to spoil the book for her. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to talk about it so bad because this book is so cute. I think... The, my favorite thing about this whole book is the true flirtation and relationship building between Ram and Alora. A hundred percent. It is, to me, it's so endearing and it's so beautiful. Absolutely. Oh my this God, it's so good. This one felt like more realistic emotionally yes. than anything we've read before. Yes. In that so many times it is love at first sight, faded mates to the point where they don't even get to know each other. <laughs> and they're already like, yeah. I would die for you. And you're like, how do you even know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead in this book, I mean, Rommel knows she's his mate, but he's just working on getting her to like him Mm -hmm. because he made a mistake in the very beginning when she fell through the ceiling (laughs) as a bloody mass of meat and said, kill it, kill it now. (laughs) (laughs) And she remembers that. She She heard it and was kind of pissed off at him when she met him again and was like, oh, you just wanted to kill me. And he's like, oops, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, he's really... Oh, fuck. He's the best character. <laughs> Love Rommel so, so much. He's so incredibly sexy in my head when oh. I'm just... Just the way that Gary did a wonderful job. At first, I was like, yeah. I don't know if I feel how I feel about his accents and stuff. Like, I didn't think his Irish was good at first. But then Mar- Rom started talking more. I am in love with his Irish oh, accent. me too. Well, that's my favorite accent. It's the best. It's the fucking best. But, I mean, like, in general, not yeah. just in this book. But then he, like, really, really brought Oof. out Rom's character. Yeah. And it's so incredibly sexy. Oh, it's so good. He's so... I was so attracted to him the whole time, and I was really worried she was going to end up with Storm. And it really bothered me. Because I, I didn't. Because as much as I, you know, I think Storm's a good guy. Yeah. I don't think we got any backing for why mm-hmm. he was certain that he loved her, other than she was just an attractive, amazing person, which is yeah. good. But he didn't seem to develop anything deeper. Like they just had a regular friendship at most. Yeah. And he f- saved her. I think that there was an underlying like thought that they all had that she, in a sense, owed him her allegiance or her love or you oh, know what 100%. I mean, like because he was there, he was the one who rescued her, took her to the infirmary. Infir- no, Why I can't is that, say that word hard? It's hard when you're putting it in a sentence. Hospital. <laughs> he took her to the ICU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, and then he was with her every single day and like watched her get better and helped her heal and discovered all these things about. Her and who her counterpart person was in their dimension. Oh, I know that was that was a sad story, but it was nice because he had went and discovered and learned things about her, so that he can find out who she is from this other dimension in now their dimension, and so you could see. In the beginning, the way that Victoria sets it up is you think this is automatic. It's going to be between Alora and Storm. Of course it's going to be from Alora It's good. Storm. It is so good. And then you meet Rom, and then she kicks his ass in the boxing ring or in whatever ring it she is. Broke and she broke his rib. breaks his ribs. And then they start having, like, dialogue. She touches his ear and, like, pulls back his hair, and he's just like, I love you. <laughs> well, he doesn't say it, no, right? He doesn't say it all. He, he He keeps it to himself. But then it's like, oh, okay, so now there's this attraction between them two because they have the best, like... I guess second time meet cute and then it goes back to her relationship with Storm and then you could start seeing it where it's like it's business with Storm Mm -hmm. yeah he is like that very stoic like 
I found her. This is who I want to be with. This is, I'm just going to, it's I, what it is. Yeah, I feel like he's even convinced himself. Like, yeah. I don't, obviously, I assume at some point he's going to find his real love. Yes, I think so, um, too. And we'll get there in one of the, in this book, if we yeah. keep reading the series. But, it, like, even when he was, like, jealous and mad at Rommel, it didn't come off as the same as Rommel's, Rom's jealousy of him. Like, it was more just, well, I decided, so it's okay. This is the way it's going to be. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's not the same as actual. Like, he would get mad at her, whereas Rom would get scared when she put herself yes. in danger and would be afraid. He would be concerned whereas, for her. I mean, I think, I think Storm's anger came from a place of fear, but it was still more like, I told you not to do this, don't do this. Right, right. You know? <laughs> as opposed to Rom was just like, I thought you were going to die. <laughs> and now I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm hyperventilating now. <laughs> I've never needed to breathe into a paper bag in my life, but now I am. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, their their dynamics are way different. And she, obviously, all four of them are seeing it. But she is also, she feels that tie to Storm. And so I think she feels like she needs to choose him. Oh, absolutely. She, she owes even it says to him. that. She, She's like, Kay says if it, that's she what says you want, it. that's fine. If that's mm-hmm. the one thing you want in this world is me, then okay. I, 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 she didn't say, yay, I'm so excited that you want right. to marry me and take me right. on and meet your family. She right. just said, oh, okay, okay, if that's what you well, want. Because <laughs> she loves him. Even though she's not in love with him, she loves him. I know, but they that, all... the, everyone should have been like, wait, wait, wait. No, for sure. <laughs> that's not how love goes. But, and I wish, and I can't remember if, did Kay talk to her too? I know he talked yes. with Rom. Yes, he, he talked with her right before she oh, was going to leave with Storm. Yes. He's, he yes. was like, you have to make sure this is what you want to do. Right, because I don't mm-hmm. think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think the another really good thing is that Storm and Rom knew, like, they weren't fighting each other for no, her. No, 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 no. So they still had, like, their band of brothers relationship. They loved each other, and uh-huh. they were always going to back and each I other up. And I assume they will in the next book, yeah. too. There's not going to be any yes. hard feelings. Yeah. So many times these guys get so, so possessive, yes. where even, like, even though their best friends aren't looking at their girl, <laughs> they're just, just walked like, by. walked past and, like, said hi to her or something, <laughs> or, like, you know, offered a, her a glass of him. water. They get growled at, and it's like, <laughs> calm down, Cujo. Pools are falling <laughs> off a roof. Yeah. They're just like, dude, just fucking relax. I am your boy. And this is. Just, I don't want. Yeah. Your girl I don't want. Your but girl. I, also I mean, <laughs> I do want your girl in this instance, but it's not your girl. But in other books. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas these two books. were just like internally kind of jealous of each other, but yeah, not like it never, didn't. It didn't escalate. It never no. showed up in their missions or their training mm-hmm. or anything. It was very well. I just thought it was so unique. It was so good. I love having different types of love relationships relationships and yeah. stories because if you it's not just the romance between the two main characters but there's a you know a love between the guys yeah between the three guys and even between the vampire and Alora. oh i know? thought that was really good and i hope that develops into a long true friendship me too because she had a dawning realization one night that he was just and I actually think this is where the title is from, My Familiar Stranger. Uh, okay. I, I could be wrong. I know. I was going to ask you what the tie is because I, I don't think really see it. I This is where I interpreted it is she's a person out of place because she is from another dimension, has just been dropped here and has no, you know, she sees monk and recognizes him because he looks like the monk she knew, but he's mm-hmm. not. She, mm-hmm. Like all her relationship and history with him is in another dimension mm-hmm. this guy doesn't know her mm-hmm. um so she's alone and adrift and a by herself and baka 
So what happens with the vampires, apparently, is that when they get infected, they lose all their humanity. They don't even remember their human lives. Mm -hmm. And they go around being vampires for a long... uh, Vampire. (laughs) Singly. (laughs) For a long time. (laughs) And um, if they live long enough, at some point, a couple, five, six hundred years down the line, all of a sudden, overnight, their humanity is dropped back on them. So or at least that's what happened to Baca. And what's happened to him? I yeah. don't know if it happens to others. It's, they seem to imply that it might, that it can. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so he goes all of a sudden one night, wakes up with all of his human memories and emotions, also knowing what he did as a vampire, yeah. which was terrible mm-hmm. and murderous and horrible. Mm-hmm. And he's 600 years out of his human century and is like, mm, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of recognized in him the loneliness, the isolation of yeah. the like stranger, the, my familiar stranger just dropped into a world that they didn't understand or recognize. Yeah. And so I think she felt a connection like that. I think they played up the lust between like, like that he was feeling and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I hope that that kind of goes away and they become just friends. Cause I think they, well, yeah, it would has be good to friends. by the end. I mean, well, obviously she's mated to Rom, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying I don't want it on his part either. Like, yeah, for him to be able to move on and find himself his own mate. Yeah, and stuff like, I really like Alora. I think it was easy to to fall in love with her. Yeah, I mean, Kay even said mm-hmm. she's got some kind of what did he call it? Like. I can't remember, but all I could have kept equating it to was something about Mary. Yeah. How, like, all these guys were just so in love with her for all of these reasons. And she was lovable. Like, uh-huh. she wasn't just some, like, hussy or no, some, no. like, witch or something like that. She's a true badass woman. Mm-hmm. And all these guys love her legitimately. I think he called it an enchantment. Because, <laughs> like, she was basically yeah. enchanted. Yeah. Well, she even did it to the dog, you know, to I Blackie. Know, to Blackie. She, she just, everything around her loves her. So. Yeah. Oh, Blackie. <laughs> I love the dog. At first, I was picturing like a big old St. Bernard. Not St. Bernard. Yeah. Did you Google um, what an Alsatian is? No, I thought they made that up. Is that a real dog? It is German Shepherds. They're the same. Yeah, I knew. Uh, uh, that's when she told me, like later when they mm-hmm. say it was German Shepherd. I was like, oh, that's why I thought Al- Alsatians was just a made up word, like giggle <laughs> instead of Google. <laughs> well, Alsace you know what I mean? is a area of like France, German border. Oh, I didn't know that. So I think maybe that's where they come from. I'm not positive. I didn't look that part of it up, but I just, I was like, what the hell does an Alsatian look like? <laughs> and so I Google it. I Google all dog breeds when they're in books because I'm just, I don't know what they look like. Yeah. And I need to picture them. And I was like, not, that's not what I was picturing. I was picturing a giant black shaggy dog. Me too. I like, was picturing uh, Jim. Jim. That's who I was picturing because I still fucking love Jim a lot. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, he's a German shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> and Would then you? later in the book, Storm said he was a German yeah. shepherd. And I was like, oh, okay. Which is awesome because I fucking and love German Shepherd. Yes. It's so cute. But um, yeah, so, okay, I'm going to talk about my favorite scene. Yes. Well, one of my favorite scenes. Okay. There's a lot of scenes. There's a lot of scenes. So, Alora is going on these missions with them. She has been given permission from this, the Black Swan Academy. Order. Order. Order of the Black Swan. <laughs> the Order of the Black Swan. BTs. What are BTs? The B team. Oh, shit. A, B, C, D, E. Fuck yeah. Me. They were the B I, team. Like, I was like, what is B Which team I don't think mean? there's an A team. Okay. Because they seem to, B team seems to be the <laughs> head team. <laughs> so but then there was E team, which is where Ghost was. <laughs> okay. But I, so there's like B through E. Okay. At least I, at Jefferson. I think there probably are B teams at all of the, because there's uh, order compounds all around the world. Okay. This I, is in New York. 
it it that that confused me. It was hard for me <laughs> to hear it for him saying it. Then when he when he yes. spoke it, I just didn't get. it. I was like, but I heard it the first time, and then I just automatically. And that's why they called them bad company. Oh, for B. I see. Yeah. Okay, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what that means. Because then, uh, then I got confused about their names, and I was like, wait, but Black Swan is BS. What is going on? Okay, <laughs> but anyway, that's just how my brain. <laughs> It operates with confusion and craziness. Okay, so she gets to go on these mission, this mission with them, and they they take a flight over to is it France? No, Romania. Romania. Or they they go out of the country when they take a flight, and then they're on the train. They're sitting in the train, and they're they're sitting across. So her and Rom are sitting across from each other, and then Storm and, <laughs> and Kay are there. Alora and Rom have been flirting. This whole time, They've Rom got has this, mostly like, been flirting. yeah, mostly Rom. She's and trying to put a lock on it because she knows and doesn't want to engage with him. She yes. has two reasons for that. We'll get to it later. Yes, but she still kind of plays with him a little bit too. A little so, bit, yeah. So he's like slouched down in the train chair, and he's just like taking up her space and stuff. And he closes his eyes and he's pretending to sleep, but then he's like putting his finger in the in a hole in the seat, and he's like moving it in and out. <laughs> Yeah. He's finger fucking the seat. Finger fucking the seat. <laughs> and then she <laughs> she responds by opening up her two her two fingers, like spreading her legs in his or not her legs, but her scissors, her finger scissors. Mm-hmm. Like if you were going to chop off chop off <laughs> She fingers, yeah. She yeah. she mimes scissors. That's what it is. She mimes with, scissors with her two fingers, and they just like have this really like intimate. Not it's not intimate, but it's this moment that's just theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, Storm sees it, but it's just Kay there, saw it, and it's so. Oh, oh, Kay saw it. Well, thought, yeah. Did He's everybody that, see it? I don't know, but he brought it up to Rom later. Oh. He was like, "That's juvenile bullshit. <laughs> you need to man that, up." That's when he was just like, "You need to learn how to fucking romance her and stop being such a yeah, <laughs> not romance." She doesn't want this, but it pissed teenager. Storm off. Like it it, did. he didn't like it. Well, no, because he doesn't like anything. Well, she was re- reciprocating the flirt, and mm-hmm. so it was hard for him to watch. Uh, I don't know why I like that scene so much. It, it was, was cute. so cute. It was really cute. I thought it was I funny, ex- too. I didn't explain no, I it did. very well. But. It, it is. It's a funny <laughs> scene. <laughs> but, yeah, so she has, like, two kind of, like, pretty good reasons. So one, her experience back in her dimensions haven't weren't great. She just, as a royal, she's not really experienced with, like, the public or, mm-hmm. you know, regular people because she's pretty cloistered the whole time. And so her only, like, experience with a guy is her cousin, like, one of her cousin's friends who came home for a holiday or whatever and had a quickie with her behind the, you know. At a wedding. But at a like wedding. Behind a curtain. or And through, just, it wasn't good. It was, like, a couple minutes. And yeah. then he, like, smirked and walked off. And I was like, what an idiot. Yeah. But anyway, so she doesn't mm-hmm. have a great history with it. And then she just hasn't been socialized. And then... Her friend, one of the nurses, she became friends with a lot of the nurses and doctors who helped her while she was recovering, kind of gives her the hint that mm-hmm. Rom is known for being a giant player yes. who is just, you know, Lady goes fan. through women pretty quickly and is And she didn't want to get trusted. caught up in that. And so she's like, well, I'm yep. not going to become one of his numbers. Mm-hmm. So she's just, she's determined to like ignore him when he does his flirty stuff. And she yep. tries sometimes, but then other times she gets mm-hmm. caught up in it and like tries to pretend to chop off his <laughs> penis, so his so finger funny. penis. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I love, I love the relationship and it how it seemed, starts off. It just was so much more 
real and playful than a lot of the relationships in these books. Yeah. Like, they're always dealing with such high life and death situations mm-hmm. where, like, someone's always about to die in all of our books. I mean, right. or they do die. Yeah. Or, you know, it's some mission that will mean the life or death of a hundred other people. Whatever. Right. It's all intense. It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. <laughs> that a lot of times the romance and the love can't be playful. It's very serious. Yeah. And they just like Too fall in love and it's, it's for life and it's intense and dramatic. Yeah. And this one was just so neat because the characters just slowly developed their feelings mm-hmm. and you kind of read them as they grew. And, you know, the day that he took her to New York was such a good date. Yeah. That was really cute. He just wanted to find moment. out what she liked. Well, because like we said, Kay gave him a hint. Mm-hmm. It was basically like, okay, it's obvious. We all know you are in love with her. Mm-hmm. And as an elf, that means you think she's your mate. Yeah. Right. And he's like, yeah, of course. And he's like, well, you know Storm's in love with her, too. And she thinks Storm saved her life. So yeah. she's going to pick Storm. And especially if you don't man- like I mean, grow up and stop acting immature. Yeah. She thinks you have no manners. Yeah. And he's all like, what? <laughs> what? And, and <laughs> then he starts remembering all of, like, the horrible things yeah. that he does and jokes about and says. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. He's what like, have I portrayed oh. myself as? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he starts off by saying, kill it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. And then he likes, you know, juvenile, like, freshman humor movies mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. thrash metal. And yeah. He does come off as kind of a very, like, immature guy. And then he d- he grows. Like, by the end of it, he's very, like, attentive and... Almost... Okay, so we find out later that he's actually a prince. Yeah. So, a prince of the elven... Elven kingdom. In, in of the elf Ireland. kingdom. <laughs> Something. Something. <laughs> and so it's almost kind of like, not that he wasn't the real Rom while they were doing this these operations together or anything like that, but almost to where he, this is who he was raised to be. Yeah. You know? Like so we were kind of getting his rebellion against that. Yeah. Yeah. And then he realized that he really should show her both sides of him. Mm-hmm. Like not just his like, I'm throwing away this history of cloistered royalness that I was born into (laughs) (laughs) and rebelling against it but I actually can also be a gentleman and have manners and treat you well and oh it's so cute it is so cute I just love it's I think if you if you take away the paranormal part of this it's so relatable and so real and endearing in a sense that it's like this shit happens in real life Mm -hmm. like you know you don't always have to worry about besides the faded meat thing you can really picture yourself in these positions because it's not like while they're both elves okay so (laughs) we find out later that she is an elf too but um you separate that you know like because you don't know that throughout the whole story and while he i don't even know what his powers are does he have powers he doesn't really do anything so they're just out there hunting vampire separately and they have pointy ears and big feet yeah and they and they mate for life and are real horny before they mate (laughs) those are what i know about elves from this book (laughs) sign me up right guys fucking rob is oh my god Oh my god! So so, so, so hard. Hard. and I'm like I'm sweating here thinking about him. Um, also, it is hot in this room. But but yeah, if you if you take out those the fairy tale elements of all of that and just think of them as real human, just normal human beings, I don't know. It just to me it just makes me so much more attracted to him because oh. he's a human, not a fake person. You know what I mean? Oh, a hundred percent. I love the dragons. I love that. Well, whatever, we love all you know. of them. That's why we read them. 
but I, I almost, and I'm not afraid of this, but I almost feel like that I would r- almost like contemporary more. Am I? Am I? We're not breaking up. I promise. We're breaking up. We're not breaking up. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I just feel like. I mean, what did you think? We did wedding party, and I loved that one. Yeah, I loved those two characters, and they had a flirtation. I mean, like they were fucking from the beginning, but they had this flirtation and and this relationship where they were just yep. building and stuff. No, like that. I, you're and not it wrong. Happens throughout all of our books, but. There's a side element. You're right. You know? Yep. Nope. You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just thinking that maybe more books can do this. Like, yeah. even in the paranormal space. And, and they yeah. don't have to be all so serious. fall in love from the first page. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> she had a choice, obviously. Yeah. They allowed her to have the choice. And neither one of them were mad at her. No. Or the choice. Or blamed her. Or blamed her. They didn't blame the other guy. Chauvinistic and tried to kill each other. (laughs) Nope. They and it was all so very while it was sad, it was still very cool. It was horrible. It was and and it was just like, I understand. Like I know this is how you're feeling, this is what's supposed to happen. Go to him. Yeah. And so Storm let her go. Mm -hmm. And she goes to Ireland and meets the elves of Ireland. That is not what they're called. That's what I (laughs) mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I just love it. So. I know. Hey, did you know that there's a, like, maybe this is what the happens in this dimension, but did you know there's a thing, if the lefty and the righty club or something like that? Have you ever heard of that? Um, she was talking about, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is also, think, also on the train. Yeah, yes. Uh, yes. I wasn't <laughs> as familiar. Like, it's not passed me by i have heard of it okay it's just which side does it hang does it hang left or right i am telling you now that was like now that i've learned it i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna i already objectify men a lot in my head (laughs) it's gotten 10 times worse now i'm gonna be like are you a lefty or a righty don't go around asking (laughs) (laughs) like i'm no i'm not gonna ask i'm just gonna look (laughs) oh okay Okay. That's all I'm going to do. And I'll try to be sly about it. You're and not, not subtle. And not creepy. <laughs> I'm not subtle. You're right. Uh, Look, okay. I, I apologize in advance to You know what everyone. was another one of like the best things? The vampire Baka. Mm-hmm. He writes vampire oh, romance novels. Yes. <laughs> under oh a pseudonym. <laughs> what was the pseudonym? Victoria? Valerie? Or so, I don't remember. No, she's Victoria. No, she's Victoria. Okay, it was Valerie something or something. like that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I fucking loved that he lo- he writes romance. Yeah. Vampire <laughs> romance. And she... She and read she, all of them. And she's read all of them. And she learned... She learned <laughs> sex from him. Or from... Yeah, yeah from those... From the from books. From the books. Mm-hmm. Which is so beautiful. It that just... It ties us back. such a it does, gorgeous... It, that's 360 I just for was us. so excited when they said I that. Know. I was like, oh, no, that's great. <laughs> so perfect. I want... I mean, Thank you, Victoria, man. That was just so fucking (laughs) brilliant. I love it. He was just like, I'm going to write romance. And she, Rom read them too, didn't he? Didn't he reading them? Not that I know of. He just knew that she was reading them. Mm -hmm. And he'd make fun of her for it. But it was just like, (laughs) they were so good. That's such a good little like drop, like just the thing to drop in there. I know. And just to be like, oh, by the way, this like 600 year old vampire (laughs) writes vampire vampire romances. (laughs) Oh, it's the best. I want to know. I want to know how many male authors are out there writing under a female pseudonym for paranormal romance. I need to. I don't know. How do you find that out? I have no idea. I want to read them. Yep. Let's. Okay. I don't know. No. <laughs> don't Come look on. at me. You know, I cannot find this information out. Bookie than I am. Well, 
we need to <laughs> I don't know. Somebody Find tell us. us. <laughs> Somebody has to tell us because I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's got to be, and we just are missing it. Right. Um, oh, Jesus, I just love this book. I know, I love this book. So, too. the first sex scene, because we have to talk about it. All right. So, truly and honestly. Yep. How do you feel about it? Oh, it was hard. That one was hard. Mm-hmm. So, part of the whole deal with the vampires and something that they're struggling with is there seems to be an organization happening, and at one of the clubs in New York, women keep disappearing from it. Also, there's some weird side note where vampires mostly only drink women. Women somehow don't become vampires. They usually just die. (laughs) But men become vampires when they try to prevent vampires attacking women. And also, I should only be saying vampire for that entire (laughs) sentence and not vampires. Anyway, sorry. I don't know. That was dropped on me and I didn't didn't quite follow it. (laughs) But anyway, so in New York, a bunch of women keep disappearing, showing up dead. They can all be tied back to this one club. The order's kind of staking it out. There's rumors that they're drugging the women with an aphrodisiac Uh that makes them more willing to come along, and then they get drained and killed. So at first, they don't take it very seriously. She makes some, like, comment. Laura says that aphrodisiacs were proven to be fake by Mythbusters. Yes. <laughs> Mythbusters. Like, in her dimension, they do, there's a fake. It's a fake. <laughs> so, they, they bust the myth of aphrodisiacs. <laughs> so we don't know what that is, but that maybe happened. And then she gets drugged, ghosts, the whole, what? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No, I just... Did you not know? I, I didn't know who drugged her. Okay. Because she, ba- Baka kissed her, was making out with her. So I was like, did he fucking drug her? No. From his kissing? So they went to the bar after that night, mm-hmm. and they were already kind of skeptical about E-Team because they had gone down into the warren of tunnels with Baka, the vampire. He had shown the E-Team the tunnels and where he thinks the vampires are hanging out. And... They weren't being very forthcoming with their information. They weren't sharing it with the other teams, and they were being weird. Mm -hmm. And Ghost is one of the other team members who was supposed to become their fourth. Their fourth team member died before the book started, Mm -hmm. and the whole time they were about ready to take Ghost on as their fourth, and then all of a sudden they take on (laughs) Alora as their fourth instead, (laughs) and he does not handle it well. No, he does not like that. So they're hanging out, all the team members, and... Ghost gets up to go to the bar, and she goes, oh, my drink's up there done. Will you bring it back for me? Mm. And I was like, no, bitch, don't ask him for that. Mm. That's crazy. Because <laughs> he already, like, had, like, looked at her evilly sure. a couple times. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep. just don't trust this man. Yep. But whatever. That's, na- of course, she immediately starts to feel it. And uh, nobody else puts it together. And, like, nobody in the uh, book does. I didn't. <laughs> and I am just, like, obviously <laughs> ghost drugged her. <laughs> I didn't put it together at all. I completely like even, missed it. But even Rom, like, didn't even think about it to the next day. And I was sure. like, yep. you need to pay attention. This is important <laughs> information. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so she starts to feel not herself and asks Rom to take her out of there. And he, you know, they both, like, say, oh, it's time. Got to head home. Bye. Yep. And they go back and she basically, you know, pulls him into her room and is like, I've been drugged. Does yeah. she acknowledge being drugged? Yeah, yes. she, she, she says, did. She, she says did. she has that. They, obviously, they've given her the aphrodisiac. She's been aphrodisiac. And he has to help her. Mm-hmm. 
I and need he's like, your help. <laughs> he's like, okay, like, I'll go get help. help. Me, and he's like, no, you she, have to you help. You know me. what I need. <laughs> and he doesn't want to at first. No. Because he's like, you're fucking drugged. She's like, yeah, kissing him and trying to, you know, get stuff started. And he's just like, no, not like this. This is crazy. I can't do it. Like, I, can't, I can't take you like this. Well, no. Yeah. She's on drugs, but she's on drugs. And. <laughs> Apparently, apparently she can't, like, it's just the biological imperative of the drug. Otherwise, I don't know, she'd go insane or something. I don't know. uh, I mean, she's cognitive in a sense that she is very aware that she has been drugged. So she knows that that is how this, the aphrodisiac is running through her bodies and she knows her body. Mm -hmm. And she knows that it has to be like her, this tension that the drug has to be released in this way. And it's yeah, I think you, the only option is orgasms, uh, apparently. Uh, Lots, seven, a lot. eight. <laughs> <laughs> so many. However many until the morning. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's pushing her away. For, not pushing her away, but he's like, no, no, this is not, not going to happen. I can't do this to you. Not like this. And she's like, please, please, please. And like begging oh him. I've, and he's already, I mean, he is so he, in love with he's, her. He locks himself down so much that he sits on his hands yes. most of the time while he's around her because he just wants to reach out and touch her. Yes. Yeah. And he can't do that. Especially now that she's officially a teammate. The like rules of the no swan inter- is like no inter office dating. romance. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, God, that was a hard scene because it's like so much sexual tension for the mm-hmm. whole like preceding part of the book that you're just mm-hmm. excited. But then you're also like, but this isn't right. Yeah. Nobody wants this. But they do. So, I mean, he they end up. Of he, course. He gives in. He's he helped. gives in. He's but, trying to help. But he's do, he is trying to help. But he also doesn't do it just because he's been wanting to fuck her. But he no, loves he her. No, he loves her. So there's, so there's love and there's love. emotion. In and. I even think the sex scenes in this book were written a little bit differently. They weren't nearly as descriptive in a big... I mean, they were. She she described them, but not in a... What am I trying to say? Not so, like... To me, they were a little bit more elegant. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I love Rom so much. <laughs> so much. And so the way he was with her is a little bit different than, I guess, some of our other guys with their girls. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But for me, there was so much more emotion involved... Oh, like you know all of mean? it because he's he's trying to impart it with everything he's doing. Yeah, like his every look, his every kiss. Yeah. He's trying to make her see, like even through the drugs, like this is this is I love this you. is how I would love you, even if you weren't on drugs. These drugs. <laughs> how does it roofied aphrodisiac? It's a, yeah. It's, it's, it's not. A, I mean, it's not. It's in, not a roofie. In a way, though, it's a kind of so a half roofie because she wakes up the next day and doesn't remember she any doesn't of it. She doesn't remember any of it. Which is roofie. Yeah. Oh, my God. That broke my heart. <gasps> when Ron walks back into the apartment and she's just, like, mad at him because she thinks he undressed her while she was drunk. Mm-hmm. And she's and he's just like, what are you talking about? I know. I <laughs> and know. she doesn't know anything that happened the night before. I was just, like, in tears. I oh, was, like, I my heart broke and crying. Yes. And I was, like, what? Yes. Oh, my God. Why it would was, this happen? It was terrible. But then at the same time, I was, like, how is he going to explain that to her? You know, like. Oh, I'm so glad she just recovered all the memories at the end. <laughs> She's like, oh, so shit. much easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is not an explanation that, you can go through. That was a beautiful scene. I think that was well written out. And it was hot. It, it was. I really needed them to pay more attention to the fact that she had been drugged, though. Because <laughs> I really think the next step was, you have got to go talk to Monk about it. <laughs> Someone needs to explore this option. And so I was like, how does Kalina feel about this? I just wanted them to, because then it, 
I think they might have struck upon Ghost being a bad guy before he did what he did. But mm-hmm. I guess, obviously, you know, we had to have that. That had to be the big everybody almost die mm-hmm. to feel, to realize how they feel about each other kind of situation. Yep. Because they did almost all die. They did. And now both of them are, like, messed up and scarred yep. instead of perfect and pretty. Yep. <laughs> and that's also so real. Yes. So, yeah, it's... I love this book so much. <laughs> so I, love it. I was so prepared to not like it. <laughs> I, I got so it was con- convoluted in the beginning. I, th- I think that's, and I don't know if it's just me, but I get lost a lot when there's so many characters just piled up in the beginning, and there are names. There are different accents also. There's so different there accents, names, accents, and they all have characters. whole names and half names. <laughs> yes, also that, and then yeah, because they have nicknames and like different names, and they're battle names and things like that so i think at the beginning it was kind of hard i was just like oh 10 more hours 10 more hours but then she just like pulls you in like you're just like just hanging on a rope right you're just Mm -hmm. sitting there waiting to swing and then you fucking start swinging and swinging and swinging and then you're just like doing loop-de-loops because it just gets so good it's so amazing yeah yeah it's it's a really good book (laughs) (laughs) It's a really good book. So basically, they're staking out the club. She spies some vamps. She, like, flags Rommel and goes to try to help. And she takes out two. And then two innocent girls kind of, like, walk out of the bathroom and get caught in the middle. Yes. And Rom tries to protect them. And that's when he gets stabbed and concussed. Yes. And, like, sliced all down his body. Mm -hmm. And then by that point, Storm and... Kay show up. She says, stay with him and save him because she's afraid he's dying because he's spurting blood. And she and Baca run after the other vamp. Storm. Storm was there. Not Storm. Uh, Ghost was there. Ghost was there in the hallway. They thought was a third vampire. Vampire, Because remember, he's an albino, so he sometimes looks like a vamp because he has the blue eyes. So she runs after. No, I don't know. She runs after a vampire. Something happened. <laughs> they went down into the tunnel. <laughs> I don't remember. She ran after. Well, nobody else saw Ghost. Okay, I was going to say I don't remember got, that. Yeah. He stabs Baca with silver and shoots her with a trank dart. Yes. And then chains her up with hungry vampire. Yes to Hungry Vampire and leaves her to get killed because he's mad that she took his place in the team because he likes killing things because he's basically a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) And then he tries to escape and pretend like he wasn't part of it, but the other part of the team finds Baca, Storm and Kay find Baca, and he tells them it was Ghost. And so they catch up to him, trick him. They find her, save her. Then they lock him up with the vampires, and they and then he gets eaten to death, and then <laughs> blown up. Yeah, but so she, but she gets bit. She's just like bit all up and down her body. Yeah, but Blackie finds her. So yes. she, because she trained him to sniff to find people them out. Yeah, to find people. He finds her. Then she goes back to the informatory hospital. <laughs> hospital wing. Why can't we say that word? I don't even what know it anymore. The word? I don't know. I don't. It's, <laughs> I they're in the, the intensive word. care unit. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, Rom's all beat up and stuff too. But so then he requests to be put in her room, and then so she he's put in her room, and she wakes up one day, and her eyes are bright blue, and his heart just breaks. Yeah, because it looks like she's gonna be a vampire, yeah, even though everything about it says she shouldn't be a vampire. <laughs> but. She's still talking and normal and knows who she is and who they are and 
mm-hmm. whatever. So then the doctor does some crazy blood stuff and gives her a dose, and she's not a vampire anymore. Yeah, and that's when they discover that maybe she might be a a carrier of the cure or something like that. Yeah, that her blood is going to help them be able to reverse the virus. Which then gives Baka hope. Yes, to not be a vampire anymore. Yep. And then the team is just like, hey, we're going to put in a good word for you, guys, for you, Baka, and, you know, maybe... I think he's be supposed in, to be in a, joining in a e prison. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's probably about seven spots in this book that you think the book's going to end. Or at least I did. I was like, this is a good spot for it to end. Not that I wanted it to end. I wanted it to go on forever because <laughs> I love this book. But there was, I swear, there were like, uh, it, like that was one point and then a couple others in between and then like three when she gets to Ireland that I swear it was going to end. Yeah. And it didn't. No. So it just kept going. It just kept going. <laughs> just kept going. Kept going. Well, we needed a it solid 40 minutes of sex scenes no, at the end. <laughs> sure you did. I almost got a completely different character when she got to Ireland. Um, okay. Sorry. Now I'm jumping ahead again. That's fine. That's, we can. We've already done our. So in the end, she chooses, not in the end, towards the end, she does choose Storm. She, she tells that to Rom. Rom confesses his love finally. And then uh, she's like, I'm sorry, but I choose Storm. So then she goes with Storm. They're about to go meet his family. And then she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. Well, he kisses her. Storm kisses her for the first time. Oh, that's and right. And she has physical, like, jolt. Yeah. Pain reaction. Like, she, it's not a pleasure. Yes. It's not like, oh, yes, this is a great kiss. She, and in that second of time, all that flashes through her mind mm-hmm. are the images of, of Rom. And all of her, like, all the times that they've been together and the closeness that's developed there. And she gets the memories back from the night of the aphrodisiac drugs. Yes. So she remembers now that they have been intimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how kind and, and, and caring he was throughout all of that. And so she just looks at Storm and is like, I just I yeah. can't do this. It's not you. I'm yeah. sorry. I want it to be you, but it's not. She did say that. Yeah. And he was like, he knew it. He knew it. He understood and he knew it. That, yeah. That just makes me wonder how long was he going to go? Like if she when, didn't stop it, would he ever? I don't I don't think so because he wanted it. To, I know, but He wanted it to be just, that. That makes me like Storm a lot less. Yeah, for sure. Because it was so obvious that I feel like he should have bowed out earlier mm-hmm. instead of like as soon as she gets out of the hospital the second time, he goes, life's too short. I just, I, you know, want to fight for you now. Mm-hmm. I want you to come home with me, meet my family and get married. And she's like, if that's what you want. And he's like, yes. And she's like, OK. Yeah. And that alone tells him, don't do it. No, nope. nobody just says, OK. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Not, oh, that's great. I love you so much. I'm so excited. No, just okay. How hard would that be? Like, if obviously we know the right thing for him to do to let her go and truly make a decision on her own where she wanted to go. He knew it wasn't going to be him. That she feels like it's an obligation for her to go to be with him. But he loves her so much that he was willing to take that. I'm not defending him. I think it was wrong. But I'm also trying to explain why he would do it. I know. I get it. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's, I think he's confusing love and something else. I think he's lonely or something. Oh, for sure. I feel like he's missing something. And obviously later in the books, we're going to get to that because it feels, again, it just feels like he thinks it's the right time. Like, this is it. Oh, this, you know, beautiful, amazing woman fell through the ceiling and mm-hmm. is, <laughs> and I saved her. And obviously this is what's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it's interpreting. I just don't get love out of him is the thing. I just don't. I don't feel like it is love towards her. Okay. Because I think. 
it's almost kind of, I think you're thinking more like this could be the one it it's all fitting into my puzzle pieces this has to be it whether or not it is what yeah love is like supposed I think to you're be. cutting up some of those puzzle pieces sure. and cramping you're them together making them fit. <laughs> and you're like look it's pretty it's a puzzle <laughs> and everyone else is going I, that puzzle piece doesn't work there <laughs> I, yeah, I think so, because, and I don't, I mean, I want to like Storm, I don't want to dislike him, but sure. I just think, I was this surprised at how long he was willing <laughs> to let it go. Like, she didn't seem excited at all. No, it, it was, it reminded me a lot of, like, The Notebook, <laughs> where Allie oh. goes to Lon and tells him that she's going to leave him to go back with Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Noah. Noah. <laughs> and he lets her go. But the difference there is that he actually truly loved her. But yes. he loved her so much still to like let her go on and be with who she wanted to be with. Mm-hmm. Storm, at least at that point, hadn't done that. Yeah. And maybe I maybe just over we'll find, reading we'll find his into story. It. We'll find his oh, story. Oh, yeah. I already looked ahead. It's like book six or something. <laughs> Holy shit. There are that many books. So many books. That's There's awesome. like 10. That's so cool. <laughs> I was like, uh oh. Why isn't this only like three? <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, so she ends up choosing Rom. She goes to Ireland to go find him. And the, the guy that he like hires to take her to wherever he's at starts telling the story about their history and stuff and that's when she finds out that he's a prince and then she gets to his cabin or his cave or whatever it is and um she's there it's just like a hunting cabin yeah Yeah. it's like a hunting she's there and she she has a lot of time to think because he's not actually there yet he's like in the woods doing stuff with a bow then she starts to think a little bit too much and gives her too much time to think and then she tries to she tries to run then at that point she's like i shouldn't be here this isn't what i want well she gets afraid that he is a prince and that she'll be trapped in the palace life again because she didn't like it back in her world Mm -hmm. in her dimension and because it was suffocating she was and she was free yeah she was royalty she was like the 33rd in line so yeah like (laughs) close but you know like Mm -hmm. a cousin and so she was afraid of that. And yeah. that started to bother her. And she didn't want, even with all the love she felt for him, she didn't want to become royalty again. So she was like totally prepared to spaz out and leave. Yeah. So here comes my second favorite scene. Mm-hmm. When he discovers that she's there because she's about to run away, he sees her and he's like, oh my God, she's here. So he knows that he's obviously she's there. She's there for him. Mm-hmm. And then he like, she's talking. And it's that it's that, that scene in the movie where you've got the one that's just kind of like backtracking and talking so fast and nervous and saying all these things and just keep going and going and going. And the other one is just intently looking at that person and like backing them up, shutting the door behind them and just walking towards them and just watching them and loving them with their eyes and falling in love with them all over again because they are now there for them. And that is my second favorite scene because it's so cute. It's such a cute scene. I love it. And then they just like suck all day. And night. Night and day and night. Night, day <laughs> and night. Just all over the place. No, it was it was really good because she has to, like, acknowledge first that she was there for him. Because at first she tried to hide it. She was like, no. Uh, yeah. I just came to say hi. I flew all the way to the just, She goes, hi. Hi. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> and then he just, yeah, he's just always so, oh, he's so perfect. I love him so much. I love his voice. I love his. I love it. So Gary did good. such a good job with his voice so and, and playing that character. Yeah. So then uh, towards that scene, there is where she's like, okay, I have to eat. 
and he finds she finds <laughs> peanut butter. So this can yeah, it's that lead time. into our kiss and tell. It's time for the peanut butter story. So there's a scene where she goes into the kitchen and gets <laughs> some peanut butter, and then he's like, <laughs> he wakes up to her rummaging through the kitchen. Yes, and he's just you know laying back, being quiet, watching her bend over and get into cabinets. And she's wearing the juicy uh, sweatpants that he bought her. Because uh, they yeah. had this whole inside joke about yeah. that yeah, when they were out shopping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he gets out of bed naked and he comes in and she's talking about peanut butter. And he kind of starts walking towards her with his giant erection. <laughs> and she's like, ah, no, no, I am hungry. So don't come near me unless that has peanut butter on it. <laughs> yep. Which is like, the of course he's going to take you <laughs> at your word. <laughs> so he smiles. Yes. And he grabs the peanut butter and he applies it to himself. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of like. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a good. It's, it's a good. Not- <laughs> it's a very sensual. I have a different opinion. <laughs> scene. Well, it works if you're not the one that's actually doing it. If you get to watch other people or or imagine other people like these two, then it works. No, this 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 no, one. This didn't I was razz so your bothered by this one. <laughs> I like a lot of the other scenes I do. I do, but not this one. I just <laughs> oh no, thank you. So as you can guess, our kiss and tell is going to be about food play, so <laughs> involving food in your sexual activities. Since peanut butter was happening in this fellatio scene mm-hmm. <laughs> with Alora and uh, Ram. And peanut butter. What you got against peanut butter? I like peanut butter, but it's so <laughs> sticky. Like, it is so much messier than other things. It's sticky. It's hard to eat. Like, she's going to get her mouth stuck. It's stuck on the roof of my mouth. I can't get right? out of my mouth. <laughs> Come on. Shouldn't it be whipped cream? I, know, I was going to say, there are stickier foods. <laughs> no, but, like, the viscosity. Okay. They didn't have whipped cream. You even, like, you're going to work on swallowing peanut butter? <laughs> right. It's going to taste So much right? harder to accomplish the task. <laughs> but it's going to take so much longer. Okay. Whipped cream whipped cream just goes so fast. It's point. just, it's you lick and it's gone. <laughs> With peanut butter, you got to work at it. And you just, uh, you got to. You got it. I mean, that's a good argument. You know, I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got a story? No, because <laughs> I don't like the idea of it. Like even in the scene, at the like towards the end, you know, he stands her up and they kiss, and then he turns her over and bends her over the countertop, mm-hmm. and like rubs his erection on her pants and I'm like now his pa- her pants have peanut butter on it. Like, these are the things that go through my mind because I'm much more concerned about God getting damn it, Ron. peanut butter everywhere. Oh. And then peanut I should butter on be. the back of your pants? Not a good right. look. Right. <laughs> oh my god. See and I know that I shouldn't like you should you be have taken to out of those moments. yourself from all of that. I get that. I understand that that's the point at the end of it, but I just apparently don't get there. Instead, I'm just like, well, now there's peanut butter everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that just means more laundry. <laughs> Has it ever been no opened? Like it's never been brought up, brought up, mm-hmm. or suggested, or no. Either people know me well enough, <laughs> probably, that they're, they're like, like oh. She's not going to no, be interested Kalina's in that. Kalina's boner would go flaccid <laughs> yeah. if I brought out whipped cream. Yeah. 
Not going to happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, oh, the mess. Well, naturally, I've done whipped cream. I've never done peanut butter. Whipped cream. No, peanut butter is that one, the thing that you joke about with your dog, right? You don't Right, do that's the stand, like, yeah, that's the, like. <laughs> that's uh, the, the play on with the peanut butter. Or the, what's those things, urban legends that you hear about? Like, yeah. like oh, and then so-and-so yes. used peanut butter. And you're just horrified by the story. And you're like, that's <laughs> terrifying. Well, yeah, dogs got shark teeth. They have soft tongues, though. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Now I'm way off. <laughs> also, that's the poor dog. Leave the dog alone. Yeah. So chocolate syrup, whipped cream, ice cream, cherries, berries. Not at the same time because I don't do mixed berries. No, you don't. That um, uh, no, because I not throw up on you. And it's no more sexy time. It's just me throwing up on you. Do not try to feed me mixed berries. It's not going to happen. No. There's nothing sexy about it. We don't make fruit salad in our group anymore. Now we make no. fruits in different bowls <laughs> next to each other. And if you want to make your own salad. Individually so that Salet will eat it. Otherwise, you know, if you bring a big bowl of mixed fruit, it's over. <laughs> Emily made a mixed fruit cake for Kalina on her birthday. And I threw up because I was pregnant. <laughs> only time I ever threw up when I was pregnant was when that fucking cake came out. My birthday cake. Oh, happy birthday. But anyway, (laughs) I was really hoping that the chocolate syrup would do that, like, hard shell thing. Oh. So that it would, you know, so you could work up to it. It wouldn't, because then it's just a lick and it's gone. Like, you want to play with it a little bit. I know it's messy and I know it's not clean, like, it's sticky and. But it only gets hard on ice cream because it's cold yes body temperature is not the temperature of ice cream i didn't know that (laughs) it didn't work no i it i didn't know that i had no idea i didn't know that there was a chemistry involved in that yeah so that that didn't work so well so i'm yeah yeah seems like a lot of work it is but it can be fun okay also i love dessert (laughs) <laughs> like if you want to fuck and then eat ice cream or do it at the same time bring me a spoon because <laughs> i am all for that i am all for it like it just <laughs> you know like i haven't tried the peanut butter i don't know if i actually want to try the peanut butter the way that this scene was written out seems like a really good idea like it worked for them obviously but i i would have to second year like the tackiness and getting stuck in the mouth things just just yeah but (laughs) i wouldn't say no to it okay just saying but also i don't do crunchy peanut butter so don't try to bring that to me dan also that sounds like a terrible (laughs) idea someone's gonna end up with micro i will choke he's gonna have to do the heimlich remover more concerned about his penis than your Uh, in that situation because tiny little shards (laughs) of peanuts in the peanut butter are you kidding yeah, no, I don't think Crunchy's ever the option for oh, this particular. This just got super weird. Yeah, it did. It's not sexy anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. It did. <laughs> Sorry. It's Sorry, okay. that was supposed to be a better <laughs> conversation about peanut butter blowjobs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. We don't have a fun fuck fact. We do have a fun fuck fact. We do have a fun fuck fact. I really thought we didn't, guys. I'm not prepared (laughs) for this episode. All right. So on to our fun fuck fact. This is from readunwritten.com. Oh, right. I remember now. Yeah. And it's called Four Things to Do If You're Stuck in a Love Triangle. You don't have to listen to this and take advice from it, but if you want, (laughs) do it. 
So I'm just going to take pieces and pieces out of this article. So it sucks if you're stuck in the middle of a love triangle or if you are one of the sides who is struggling for the attention of the other person. Love triangles really are the worst. Below are outlines of four steps that you can try to do to help resolve this horrible dilemma. One is to consider your choices. You might want to think of this as whatever is the best option is the easiest way, the easiest way to get out of feeling guilty and uncomfortable. The only problem is that you have to make rash decisions and feelings are going to get hurt. But that leads on to number two. I'm sorry. That's legit. This is. (laughs) I didn't read this article. Did it really just advise you to make a decision? You might think this is the best option and the easiest way out of feeling guilty and uncomfortable. The only problem is that you might make a rash decision that can impact you in the long run. Con- yeah, consider every option. That is, well, yeah. Duh. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no. I thought don't. maybe there would be some. No, go ahead. We're gonna- I want to hear all the options now. If we're starting with that's their one piece of advice first. Also, it's coming from me. So, uh, well, not from me. No, no, you but didn't write me. this. I'm translating this. Mm-hmm. Hey, English is my first language, okay? <laughs> all right. Number two, talk about it and share your feelings. The person in your love triangle must just be oblivious to the fact that their actions impact you in a very deep way. It's always important to share how you feel on either side of the love triangle and convey to them that this is impacting you in a big way. Number three, acceptance. Don't cling to the idea that something might work out in the future. All right, just get over it. That's actually very smart. I like this one. I didn't like the first two, but I'm on board for number three. Yeah, don't torture yourself if there's no concrete sign that it will work out in the end. And number four, distract yourself. It's important that this does not consume you. The best way to move on to figure out your next step is to take some time off and to focus on yourself. Okay. That was a lot of stumbling on my part, so I apologize. But if you find yourself in a love triangle. Which one do you think is worse, being the object of two or being one of the two who likes the same person? I think it would be harder to be... The person that has to make the decision. Really? Yes. Because you, I mean, either way, somebody's feelings are going to get hurt, right? But so say, say it was me, you, and Pancake. Pancake loves me Pancake. more. <laughs> Pancake does love you more. He's my <laughs> fucking dog, but he totally <laughs> loves you more. Can you imagine how that makes me feel? But at the same time, I'm like, fucking go then. I'll go get my own Pancake. <laughs> How about that? Uh, but, but I don't pancake, love pancake as much as you love pancake. <laughs> but pancake has to now live with that decision. He loves you more, but you don't love him as much, right? So to decide to go with you, now he's not going to get belly rubs or get fed at night. <laughs> nope, he's going to be in a kennel all day, and that's the decision he made. I do think I it's harder think for him. I don't think it works as well with dogs <laughs> as it does with people. I think. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I mean, I think it is hard. Like, to be that person would be difficult, especially if you honestly had positive feelings towards both people, like yeah. your friends, um, which is obvious, I think, when most likely it happens. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really, triangles don't exactly exist outside of friend groups. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you fall in love with the people and they are your friends first, mm-hmm. at least I would think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not just random, two random people who you know, who have no connection to each other can like, you know, like you. But yeah. that's not a triangle. That, that's not a triangle. That's, a, yeah. Because they have to all be that's friends. That's just you dating. That's just Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Planner. So I can see how, yeah. But what if you don't have feelings towards either one? Then you could leave. You could say, fuck you bitches, I'm out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what you should say. You but absolutely I think, uh, absolutely. But I don't think that, the, I don't know if that makes it a, 
I mean, I guess that does make it a love triangle, but that doesn't put you in a predicament. Yeah. I think I think it I think it would be harder for you because here's me getting on my soapbox of love again. You can I believe you can love more than one person at once, but I don't know that that it's not fair to the person that wants to keep you to themselves, not keep you to themselves, but have you to them because they don't want to love the other person. Mm-mm. No, we don't really want to be in a love triangle. Well, I need you to decide to either be with me or be with him, but mm-hmm. I need you to tell me now so that I can move on from this. Mm-hmm. But as a person who loves, if I love two different people, either differently or the same, I think it would tear me apart to have to make that decision mm-hmm. because I would want to. L- <laughs> I, I need two husbands apparently (laughs) i need him and bruce willis so i don't want to hurt people i love and i love them both what do i do then Mm -hmm. do i i don't want to hurt them both by just leaving them and not make a decision obviously i can't stay with them both so Mm -hmm. i think it would be harder to be the person in the middle that has to make that decision okay i just feel like it you would know yeah you should like she knew, she knew it was wrong. She you, just yeah. thought it for a long time because I mean, she felt guilty. Yeah, because Storm saved her life. She felt, but an at the end of the day, him. that's not that's not love. No, that's no obligation. And but take that apart. Wants that. Take that out. Take that whole thing out. Make Storm another Rom. <laughs> now who do you choose? You know what I mean? Like well, there's like, now there's two ROMs, but they can't but different. Be. There'd be somebody, no, no, no. I know that they'd be, be similar but different. And there have would different be feelings. You would have to, but you would, exactly. But how does one trump the other? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Without an obligation to love somebody. Or, you know what I mean? Like, I love you because I have to is not love. No, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. I feel like it would be hard. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Well, you want to do a rating? Yeah. I don't have it up. Don't <laughs> Me <make> it. either. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to give this one a nine overall. I love the story. I loved the sex. I love rum. I love Alora. I thought it was well written and well fleshed out. And I actually do want to continue and keep going and listening to the next ones. I love that it's like not too far. Like it was two years ago that it first came out, I think. I think it came out in 2017, right? Or did I make that up? I feel as if you made that up. Because how been. could there be like 12 of them if it just came out two years She ago? is... Great at writing <laughs> and fast. Let's see if I can find that real fast. Uh, you're 100% right. It deserves a nine. It's freaking fantastic. <laughs> no, 2012. First published. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, there just can't be this many. <laughs> I mean, to the point where she's got like, How many there's like nine. Yeah. <laughs> there's like nine or ten. And then she starts like a new next generation. Black Swan Knights. Oh, okay. Black Knights of the Black Swan. Okay. So there's like nine mm-hmm. that I think are in these characters, and then the book ten is actually book one of the next generation. Oh, I see. Okay. And then there's yeah. um, three of those. So there's twelve books total so far. Okay. At cool. least that I can tell real fast by looking on. <laughs> oh, we didn't even say the ending of the book. So she gets pregnant oh, at pregnant. the end. So the whole time, Rom's like, "We can't, uh, we can't get humans pregnant. It's not going to happen. So it's okay. That's why we're not using condoms." Well, she gets pregnant because they find out in the end that she's actually an elf. They share DNA ninety nine percent, except for the one percent, which gives him the ears and not her. <laughs> which I think was a significant. Like, I kind of feel tricked. I mean, because I at the very beginning. They don't know what she is, yeah. right? Because she's mm-hmm. a bloody mass of meat on the mm-hmm. floor. 
And the first thing they say once they've like got her stable is that she is basically human. Not if she's 99% elf. That's called <laughs> yeah. basically elf. And I feel as if they should have said that. But at that point, we didn't know there were elves in the world. Right. So I feel as if this was a little sleight of hand on Victoria's part. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming. As soon as he was so adamant that they couldn't get pregnant, I was like, of course you're going to get pregnant. Don't I ever see, say that. I didn't, I didn't catch that part at all until she started throwing up. Of course, I'm oblivious to the fact. But like, I was just like, Oh, oh, but I feel like that was just kind of like a throw in. Like, yes. yeah, I'll just make her an elf in the end. You exactly. Know what I mean? Exactly. Because otherwise you have to go back to the beginning and not say that right. she's basically human. You have to explain Like, it. don't tell us that she's basically human because then you're really lying. Yeah. <laughs> you just lied to us. <laughs> you did. Because she's really basically an elf. Yes. <laughs> and if that didn't come up until later, then why did you think she was basically human? Right. Because you would have DNA tested her. This is a science operation exactly they would have figured out at that moment when they found out that she's got like she's a carrier of the cure why is she a carrier of the cure could it be that she's got dna of a different mythical creature Mm, possibly yeah well also because she's kind of pissed about it yeah because she specifically didn't want to become pregnant at least yet (laughs) she didn't well yeah she just her mind wasn't that's why she went out and bought a whole bunch of condoms yeah and he just was like no it doesn't matter (laughs) And now she's pregnant. So I'd be pissed. I'd be like, whoa, whoa. I said, let's use condoms. And you told me no. And Mm -hmm. now I'm fucking pregnant. So Mm -hmm. fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Like she has every right to be really mad at him about that. Yep. And she's mad at the doctor because the doctor didn't tell her she was an elf. And I'd be like, this is all information everybody (laughs) needed to impart. Yep. (laughs) Because it's not fair that you all just hide shit. So that was the twist that I kind of was mad about at the end. Also, it came like eight minutes till the end of the book. I know. That was the very, very end. Very (laughs) end. That's why you're like, I have eight minutes left. Ooh, is this imp- I'm like, yes. <laughs> Seriously, like a minute later, yes. as she's throwing up. I'm like, God damn it. Because <laughs> you know that's the like one thing I really oh, yeah. hate when this happens oh, yeah. in these books, when they're all instantly pregnant. That's why I'm like, that was one of the spots where it could have ended. It could have ended right there. Just ended when yeah. they're like happy and in the secluded cabin. Yes. End of story. Yep. I appreciate that. And then they start the next book with them coming back to Black Ops. Yeah, and not being Call pregnant. Of duty. <laughs> <laughs> and not being pregnant. Let's undo that. <laughs> That's okay. I still love it. Like I said, oh, nine. Yeah. I, I lo- fucking I love this, this book. book. Yeah, this is a good. And book. I yeah, I'm not sure where we even got it. Like, what list was it on? It just or happened like- to fall on. Yeah, it was one of the many books we have on our list, and I found it. Or it was just like, I mean, I didn't find it. You found it. but then I don't I, think so. You I, found it. Oh, then I found it. One of us found it, <laughs> put it on the bottom of the list, <laughs> or and then it was I took it out. Into our it was. <laughs> it was ma- meant to be. <laughs> and then I just put it on the list, because I liked the synopsis of it. Oh, yeah? L- listening to it. And also, we needed an audio book, because we've been reading words mm-hmm. lately. Words are hard, And guys. words are hard. So... We needed a book. Obviously, audio is hard, or too, audio. since I had eight minutes left to finish this <laughs> <laughs> before we started recording. Yeah. If I don't do it at least Sunday or Monday, I'm fucked. Well, I didn't work yesterday, so normally I... Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I would have had it done, norm- but doing a full 10-hour book in one 10-hour work day, <laughs> that's hard. I feel pretty accomplished. Yeah. That's hard. <laughs> it was hard for me. I had to... I listened to it normal speed, and then towards the end, I had to fucking speed it through not a lot but enough to where i could still get rom's accent to come across and make love to my ears Mm. because that's what it was was so good it was so good so guys go read these books (laughs) (laughs) okay so for our next books 
They are going to be The Claws and Company books by Christine Grayson. It's going to be books one, two, three. I think they're novellas. They're short Yeah, they're books. just like short. It's about Christmas mm-hmm. because our next episode will come out around A little the bit holiday. before Christmas. And so, yeah, we're doing some holiday paranormal I think some elves get up to some shenanigans. I know. Which is like like so weird that we just read about elves. Oh my God, you're right. But these are going to be Santa's elves. So they're different elves. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds quirky and cute and fun. I'm excited. Yeah. I really am. I want to read about reindeer and (laughs) sugar plums and elves and love. (laughs) It's going to be cute. So yeah. Join us next time for that. All right. Thanks for joining us. Please reach out to us on all social media. We are Shh Dirty Books on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email us at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And that is shh with three H's. And you can go to our website and, and read our blogs that aren't quite blogs yet, but will be. Someday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> at shdirtybooks.com. And you can find us on any podcast platform. You found us here. Um, we're mainly on SoundCloud, but Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and other places you would find podcasts. Shout out to Jim Townsend for the music that he's done for us. Yeah. And thank you, Jack, for sitting here and <laughs> listening to pleasure. our shenanigans. Smooth peanut butter only. <laughs> yes. See? That's my takeaway. That definitely vote. makes a vote. sense. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Selah. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. See yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Galena and Saylette. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Get some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.